that says that he was like maybe the son of like Zeus and Persephone or like the son of uh, Hades and Persephone or even like some sort of proto Dionysus, right? There, the Zagreus. Let's say there's a precedent for Zagreus, even though like none of us have ever heard of him. Um, yeah, his name isn't a Zagreus Ebony Darksha dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> black hair with pink streaks. My name is Zagreus. <laughs> I go to Hogwarts. My dad. My dad is Satan. <laughs> I don't like it. Welcome to Mortified, the Friendship Quest, a podcast where two long-distance friends bounce media recommendations all in hopes the other will like it. I'm Aaron. And I'm Layla. And this week, we talk about Supergiant Games 2020 Greek mythology roguelike Hades. Before we drag ourselves out of a pool of blood, remember you can help us on Mortify the Legitimacy Quest by subscribing to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, signing up for our monthly newsletter through the link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter at MortifiedPod. Layla, we are going to do something a little bit different, which is that we're going to talk about a game which is, like, that we haven't, like, 100% it's different because we haven't like finished it necessarily but that also doesn't matter no not at all (laughs) um do you want to try to frame hades for us sure so in the super giant tradition hades is a uh character-based narrative roguelike um that is very centered around uh music and and the concept of where the son of hades and persephone zagreus is trying to escape hades and every time he dies, he just ends up back in his house. Um, and uh, as he's on his journey, the Olympian gods have found out that they have a relative down below. They're aiding him through boons. He can also pick up other um, helpful trinkets, I guess, and also gets help from the Catonic gods, which are the gods of Hades. Uh, and they're all doing it behind Hades' back. And Hades is just kind of a mean dad, and he's very large. I think that about sums it up. <laughs> A big mean dad, also god of underworld, with uh, a wide fucking swing. Ah, uh, yeah, homie's got a pretty big swing. Um, yeah. So, Layla, what super giant games have you played? All of them. Oh. Yep. I love super giant games. I will sell my fucking soul to them. They're great. Uh, I played Bastion back when it came out. I played Transistor, Pyre, and now this. Um, and I think transistor was my, my my number one for a really long time i think hades is my new my new fave um yeah i actually um got introduced to super giant games through you um because you had been tweeting about pyre when it came back in i want to say 2018 um and i was like oh layla really likes this game i guess i should check it out i was like oh it's a basketball visual novel interesting mm-hmm. Um, and then I just beat it in a fugue state, state in like eight hours straight. And I was like, wow, I like It's that a basketball game. visual novel about purgatory. <laughs> I mean, essentially, yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense that their next game would go straight to hell. Um, and, um, right, we've got, got a lot of characters. I mean, the thing is that because it's drawing on Greek mythology, like you probably have a good idea of what these characters are like already for a lot of them. I think the the main one is Zagreus and I, like looked i looked up like the origin of zagreus um because i was looking through the hades wiki earlier and like apparently there is like he's not like a new character uh or a new 
he's not an OC, right? Like there is some like <laughs> like Greek lore like that says that he was like maybe the son of like Zeus and Persephone or like the son of uh, Hades and Persephone or even like some sort of proto Dionysus, right? There, the Zagreus. Let me just say there's a precedent for Zagreus, even though like none of us have ever heard of him. Yeah, um, his name isn't uh, Zagreus Ebony Darkshire Dementia Raven <laughs> black hair with pink streaks. My name is Zagreus. <laughs> I go to Hogwarts. My dad, my dad is Satan. But I don't like him. Oh, oh. God! Kind of wish though. That would be funny. Oh man, I got to write that fan fiction now. Oh um, please do. <laughs> Uh, my immortal and also not immortal. Um, <laughs> my undead immortal. My, exactly. So Zagreus is, um, so he's not like, you know, f- exactly full of energy, hyper optimistic, which is, um, you know, like a kind of protagonist that I, I'm actually not that um, familiar with because all, all of the media I consumed have upbeat and happy protagonists. Um, Zagreus is like, He's kind of like a, a frustrated teen. Like, I mean, he's probably like hundreds of years old, but you know, he his main his main like motivation, right, is is to get out of hell, right? He he is in he is in the Greek version of hell, which consists of uh, four layers, um, which are Tartarus, Asphodel, Elysium, and then the Temple of Styx. And he he is trying to get out of these layers because um, he recently learned that he has a mom. Or rather, the mom that he was told was his mom isn't his actual mom, and he does have a living actual mom up on the surface somewhere. Um, and that's the whole conceit of the game. Uh, Zagreus is trying to get out to see his mom and, and and talk to her and convince her to, you know, you know, come back and you know just just learn about him. And um, right, Zagreus' whole whole deal is that like he has this turbulent relationship with his father, who is Hades. Uh, you know, you've heard of him. He's much less like the fucking, um, like Hercules Disney movie version of Hades and much more like your stepdad who you don't get along with very well and is always disappointed in you and makes you do paperwork that you don't understand. Um, and- oh my God, that little side quest where, oh, it's not even a side quest. It's, it, you occasionally get like flashbacks or cutscenes of like Zagreus's time in the house of Hades. And there's one where he's working in the administrative chamber with all the ghosts. And it gives you no directions as to what to do. Except dad is yelling at you the whole time. Go to the alpha desk. Go to the zeta desk. And it's like, which one is that? I don't know. And you go click and there is no right answer. And he just yells at you and kicks you out. It is so fucking funny. But it is so fucking stressful. (laughs) And then if you can get, you can buy privileges, um to get back into the administrative chamber and have you encouraged the ghosts uh yeah i did i gave that like shitty little speech the zacharias yeah. was like hey uh you know uh, you guys are doing great just keep up all the good work i know you must be tired even though you don't actually have physical bodies but uh yeah anyway and they all just like ignore him <laughs> extremely good yeah he's very like uh, he reminds me of, like, an irreverent teen in, like, a British slice of life. Like, a mid-2000s BBC sitcom. Yeah, that's something I could- that's a point of reference that I have. <laughs> um. Hey, listen, I- I don't know- I don't know what your nerd-ass past has been like, but I know that I watched 
a shit ton of Doctor Who once upon a time. <laughs> I'm so. I'm working through that now with, with, with my wife, so maybe I'll understand that reference here in a couple more weeks. Um, I believe in you. Yeah, he is very much just like, uh, I, I just gotta, I gotta get out. And he's, he's very driven. Um, but Zacharias is, uh, you know, like most protagonists, not the most interesting character in, in their own story. Um, right, you, you all kind of get the understanding. You, you probably all understand the, the myth of uh, Hades and Persephone, right? Like, Persephone uh, is taken down to live with Hades, but then uh, her mom wants her back, so she has to spend half of the year uh, down in the underworld and uh, half of the year, you know, up above. Um, if you don't, just Google Hades Town Musical uh, and just go from there. It'll be a chill and cool time. Uh, big recommend to that one. Um, but there's like a lot of other characters, and um, I feel like we should just start with like. Uh, let's start with uh, Cerberus, uh, because that's probably the easiest to go with. Uh, Cerberus in this game is just a big, huge, stupid, three headed red dog. Um, think Clifford, the big red dog, but like, you know, with plus two heads and, uh, you know, can breathe fire or whatever. Um, but one thing I really like about this game, um, and Polygon actually did a video about this, is that the reason that they, like, have, um, Cerberus there, uh, is because, like, whenever you die in Hades, because it's a roguelike, um, so you're dying very frequently, um, like, they keep... Cerberus there to greet you because when you die you go back to the house of Hades and you can go and like pet Cerberus and they they like spent a lot of time making Cerberus pettable because they wanted you to like have something to look forward to when you die um and I thought that was just so nice that they were like you know what we just want you to look forward to dying and we'll talk about that in a bit but um I I just I just like like that's that's the kind of thing we're working with here like we have this like you know desperate escape from the underworld you're fighting through waves of monsters but also when you die you come back and like you get to pet your dog and talk to your ex-girlfriend and stuff um which is uh it's so it's so fun i know there was nothing more uh, tense for me than than showing up at the temple of sticks for the first time mind you i was really good about not looking at spoilers so i genuinely had no idea how many layers there were i didn't know how deep this game went and then when i finally got to the temple of six i was like oh is that it and I saw Cerberus and my heart sank into my stomach. And like the game fakes you out a little bit because Zag like gets ready to fight him. And then he's like, no, I'm just fucking kidding you out your treat boy. <laughs> and then you have to go and you have to find um, you have to find Cerberus a treat in one of the five chambers available to you in the Temple of Sticks. It really like switches up the rhythm of the game. But uh, that was like the biggest relief of my life. And then uh, every time you you give Cerberus the treat, the title card changes a little bit. And it's just like Cerberus vanquished, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cerberus really defeated good. his hunger. <laughs> like, oh, just excellent. It's really cute. Um, yeah, I mean, do you have a favorite uh, Chthonic, uh a character? Oh, I mean, I know you do, but do you want to talk about them? Um, I mean, okay, I. Fuck, I actually really like all of them. I really like Nyx, um, uh, probably just academically the most. She's just this really, like, level-headed, calm matriarch, and she's doing everything she can to, like, help her adopted son find his birth mother, who she really likes and respects, and, and she's just this, like, really genuinely good presence. But if it comes to, like, raw instinct... I saw Thanatos for 10 seconds. I was like, I, 
like the Fenris instinct from Dragon Age 2 awakened in me. I'm like, you have a shitty middle part, a bad attitude, white hair, and I feel like you're the rejected backup singer from Emily Autumn in 2004. Like, yes. And I've been in love with him ever since. I think he's a fantastic, crotchety little douche, and <laughs> I would die for him. I actually haven't had that much interaction with Thanatos. I went the other uh, romance option with Megara, but um, like basically, yeah, like every time that I interact with Thanatos, he's just like, ugh, I can't believe you need my help again. You're so annoying, Zagreus. Ugh. I can't well, believe... <laughs> Go ahead. The funny thing about that is like he shows up and he he's just like, first of all, the way he shows up, fucking iconic. The bell tolls, everything turns green, and it just says death approaches. <laughs> and it's like, Fuck yes. And then he has two modes of dialogue. And the first mode of dialogue is Zagreus. I have legitimate feelings and I'm upset that you as my childhood friend left without saying goodbye. And then the second type of dialogue is my favorite, which is petty nonsense because he will show up and he'll either be extremely, depending on like how good your run is, he'll either be extremely successful in killing monsters or you'll be more successful. And either way, he shows up and he's just like, <sighs> You know, you could just stop begging for my help. I have work to do. I have other things to do. And Zagreus is like, I literally never asked. <laughs> I have you no way of contacting me. you, sir. You, you I, always drop in on me. Right. And then he just ignores that completely. And he's just like, I have, I have a job, Zagreus. I can't just pop in and help you. But I literally never. I can't keep doing this. It is against the rules. And I'm like, baby, I... Love you so much. <laughs> you do a terrible attitude. <laughs> so good to me. But he's great. He's he's a he's a tender little lovesick fool and I love that for him. Uh yeah. I I do wanna like I wish maybe when this game like is is out for a little bit longer, there'll be like websites with all the dialogue trees because I just wanna like read through all their stories. Um and just like see what where the, the Thanatos option goes. Cause I'm sure cause, um, I mean he is romanceable. Um and like, I just want to see like what their relationship looks like because it's it's mostly just like a pissed off uh, Grim Reaper constantly like doing nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage all around you. Well, you're just like, okay, man, <laughs> are you good? It's very sweet. It's very tender. I, if you get a chance to read it, you should. It's 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 quite nice. Oh, what's Meg like? I I didn't romance her only because she's mean to Sisyphus. Uh oh, I didn't realize she's mean to Sisyphus. That's rude. Um, but um. That's her job. Yeah. Meg is uh, very much like, you know, again, like very angry, like just kind of similar to Thanatos in that she's just like, listen, Zagreus, you're a fucking moron. Stop trying to get out of this house. Every time you come here, I'm going to, she, she has a whip. So she's like, I'm going to use this whip and I'm going to beat the snot out of you with it. Um, and Zagreus is like, hey, if you try to romance her, she, he's just like, well, hey, Meg, uh, you know, maybe maybe we could look past all that. And she's like, no, but I keep fighting you, idiot. Um, and, like, as you keep giving her gifts, uh, the nectar and the ambrosia, like, you know, she starts uh, opening up and, and being like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm not doing this because I, you know, because I hate you. It's because, you know, I have to. And, like, you know, I I, I do understand where things go went wrong and maybe we could make them right again. But it's very much like whenever you give her these these gifts, she's like, Zagreus is like, uh, hey, maybe I, I thought I could, you know, maybe you would want this. And she's like, is that contraband? Disgusting. That's mine now. Stupid. <laughs> it's basically, it's very much like that. 
Did you get to the point where her and Achilles are having a conversation and Achilles is just like, Meg, meet me in the lounge or else, how else will we get rid of this contraband that we have requisitioned, this contraband we have confiscated, contraband that we need to get rid of in the lounge? And Meg is like, yes, the contraband that we need to get rid of in the lounge. It's their friendship. Like, I think that's one of the, the best parts of Hades is like walking in on other people's conversations. Um... There was a drawing that lives rent-free in my head, and it is just this fan art someone did. Very quick sketch of of Zagreus leaning dramatically on a doorframe with his hand on his forehead like like an 1890s uh, lady. And going, oh, won't somebody tenderly stitch my wounds while softly calling me an idiot? Won't anybody do this for me and hold me gently while reprimanding me for being a reckless fool? And in the foreground, it's just both Thanatos and Meg just, like, holding their temples in <laughs> deep frustration. And I'm like, that's it. That's, that's the game. That's so good. That's the perfect encapsulation of what it's like. Just, like, <laughs> Zagreus is your idiot ex-boyfriend that you you still have feelings for and you, you hate him so much because he's so fucking stupid. But also he's got a heart of gold under there, that dumbass. Um, he does. Oh, he's so good. I- I'm glad that you brought up, like, the fact that you could walk in on other people's conversations, because that's, like, I mean, that's the heart of Supergiant, right, is that they do such good character work, right? Like, I mean, there's also, like, you know, like, Hypnos is um, Thanatos's like, little brother. Uh, he's the god of sleep, completely useless, super annoying. Um, and he, so stupid. He, he, like, every time you roll up, you step out of the pool of blood after you die. Um, Hypnos is like sleeping there and you go and, and when you talk to him and he's like oh hey no, he wakes up he's like oh hey you got killed by a by a oh yeah Meg got you again man you guys should probably talk that out sometime huh it's just like just kind of an annoying little shit <laughs> have you gotten to his thing where you die of a trap and he's just like have you tried moving out of the way like yeah you little shit fuck you <laughs> <laughs> or like when I got stuck on Asterius and Theseus, he keeps constantly asking for the Minotaur's autograph and Zagreus is like no I'm not gonna get you the bull's autograph okay stop asking <laughs> It's so good. He um, does. I just love seeing the way their relationships pour out. Um, he does get the autograph? He does? I haven't got that yeah. far. Oh, no! You have to... Oh, sorry. Well, it's, well, it's weird, right? It's because, like, I've seen credits on this game, and, like, why, that's what makes it so interesting and compelling, is that, like, you could, you could, like, technically beat this game and still not have seen half of all the good and interesting character options, which makes it so compelling. <laughs> It's fucking incredible because he walks into Asterius' chamber and uh, he's like, hey, so a colleague of mine is interested in your, uh, would you sign this piece of parchment? And Asterius is like, this is a favor for you, but if Hypnos wants to come down here and fucking fight me, he's welcome to. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, the energy, Asterius, the vibes. Man, that's oh, actually Asterius is the one person I wish you could give like uh, nectar to that you can't, um, because like I want to know more about him because like basically him and Theseus like if you know the the myth of the Minotaur right Theseus is the guy who who slayed the Minotaur in the labyrinth but like in this game they're like a weird champion arena arena duel buddies and like Asterius the the Minotaur is just sort of like hanging out while Theseus boasts I hate Theseus so much he's so fucking annoying he's such a douchebag there's another fan art that lives rent free in my head and it's Theseus uh somebody just two panel comic of Theseus saying that um 
what a, what a, whatever the fuck the line is where he's just like he's like come on blackguard uh, or some dumb shit like that oh he says blackguard so often no he's just like um my spear is destiny is to enter through the back of you or, or something some stupid dumb, like yeah. that like basically we'll stab you in the back and uh somebody just drew zach and just look at all cocky and he's like you want to fuck me so bad and makes you look stupid and i'm like yes See, Theseus is just trying too hard not to be extremely homosexual. Oh man, I didn't, and I didn't pick up on that, huh? It's, it's. I mean, listen, it's, it goes either way. He's mostly just kind of an annoying douche, but it can be read as he just wants to fuck Zag. And <laughs> listen, I can see it. Listen, yeah, Zag is an extremely attractive young, young uh, demigod. Uh, God, and everyone is shirtless. It's very good. Okay. Do you mind if I spoil some a light spoil thing for you? No, please okay. do. So at a certain point, you have to get into Hades' chamber, um, that locked room at the north side, and when you do, you see his closet, and then like that, you know, we have, there's the narrator who's like, oh yes, this is Hades' chamber. Uh, he keeps everything super orderly and and pristine because he is the lord of death and very good at accounting. And Zagreus looks at this closet. He's like, man, it's all capes. <laughs> But like, oh my god, it's just such a little stuff like that. It's so oh. fucking good. I also love, speaking of like little things, I love, so so every time you enter the House of Hades, there's like a line of ghosts going to Hades' desk or like milling about. That's Hypnosis' whole job is to check them in. And sometimes there's a little glowing dot next to them and you can see what the cause of death mm-hmm. was. And it's always the funniest, dumbest possible thing and the best part about it is whatever the dialogue is that goes with the the cause of death it like they haven't given up the fucking ghosts so to speak like it's very much you'll walk up to a ghost and he's like and i was fucking right i was right and it was like cause of death brawl yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so like just this these little tiny things sprinkled throughout every time you walk into the house of hades it's like something new to do um, you know who we haven't talked about in the House of Hades, though? Dusa. Okay, let's talk about Dusa. So I would die for Dusa. Dusa kicks ass. Um, she is, I assume the Medusa, but like in this, she's like. I think she's just kind of a miscellaneous gorgon head. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe I have no idea, but like, yeah, like she's basically just like a little floating head with like snake hair, and she's she's very much like clearly flustered by Zagreus, um, but also like she she like dusts everything every part of the house and like she's just like a very hard worker like a service worker and whenever Zagreus is like hey how's it going how's it going Dusa she's just like oh hello I I ah! and then she just like flies up to the ceiling <laughs> it's so cute she literally cannot speak it's so good and her oh, the only other time uh you she has a really good friendship with Meg which I appreciate but she also has her job is to go harass Hypnos about doing his job and she doesn't want to do it ever so he's like um Hypnos have you considered uh, moving the line along <laughs> he's like it is moving I don't know what you're talking about I'm you know I'm doing my job Dusa are you implying I'm not doing my job she's like um no but if you you know if you could if you could just you know just just there's a thousand ghosts and they're all just using the blood pool like a hot tub if you could just like you know scooch them up a bit oh man i that fucking employee of the month poster in the the lounge every time it's do some my heart lights up oh every time it's so cute it's just 
I don't know, like, there's a lot of, you know, the the idea that, like, you know, something deep and terrible and mysterious is operated like, like a bureaucracy is kind of an overplayed trope, but, like, I don't know, it works for me, y'all. Like, I love that Same. fucking, like, office drama, except it's in the underworld or whatever. Like, Same. Uh, I think that's why The Good Place worked so well, right? Because hell was just a shitty bureaucracy. Yeah, it's literally just, like, a bunch of cubicles, so... <laughs> Um, we haven't talked about Achilles in, in terms of the House of Hades. Um, yeah, so Achilles is basically, like, the guy who taught Zagreus to use weapons. And, I mean, you've, you've probably heard of Achilles. Um, he's, like, the original superhero, basically. Um, mm-hmm. was in a big war. Um, um, so he's, like, pretty famous. Um, he is... I mean, I haven't finished his and Patroclus's like storyline, but like mm. he's just like a sad old gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. Him, you find Patroclus in Elysium reciting sad poetry to himself. That is how sad these gays are. They are fucking tragic, and there's literally like Zag comes up to talk to Patroclus, and he's just like. Oh. And I told you not to bother me. <laughs> and it took me so long to figure out you have to look at the codex to trigger knowing who the fuck he is. And then I finally figured it out. And Zag is like, hey, you're Patroclus, right? And he's like, yeah, but don't tell Achilles. So what does he do? He dies. He's like, hey, Achilles. <laughs> Excuse Guess me. What? I found your boyfriend. I found your man's. <laughs> do you want he him? Poetry. You want him? I can take it back. <laughs> I'm like the god of blood, apparently, or whatever. I don't know. I could pull some strings. <laughs> Achilles is like, shh. Be cool for a single second, my man. Just be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, their their story is incredible. They um, this book is a controversial, but uh, Madeline Miller's Song of Achilles made me fucking ball. So reading uh, reading that and then following up uh, this the sad gaze now post death is an emotional gut punch. <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot um we should probably touch on orpheus and eurydice real quick i mean again just listen to the hades town musical uh if you're really interested yeah. in that story but basically it's just like uh eurydice got sent to the underworld and orpheus went in after her but he fucked up his deal with hades to save her so now they now orpheus is hades personal muse or musician Eurydice lives in Aspidel and is mad at her her ex-boyfriend um, because he fucked up and looked back at her, um, which is very funny, right? Like, cause that's the thing, like, th- because this, this whole game is, like, expanding on the stories we already know. It's just like, and then what happened afterwards? And, like, I love that, right? Because, like, of course uh, Eurydice would be like, yeah, I'm still mad at Orpheus because he's the reason I'm down here making, like, fucking gumbo in asphodel with Lurney the bone hydra instead of like chilling up in elysium with all the cool people <laughs> well she wouldn't be in elysium because she she wasn't a warrior per se but like yeah she could have found a cooler place to hang than the literal lava hell yeah um you brought up Lurney. we have to we have to talk about Lurney the hydra I don't really have anything to contribute to orpheus and eurydice uh, uh except for the part where eurydice asks orpheus or asks zagreus she's like does he still have his like perfect little curls <laughs> and orpheus's hair is just straight up fucking exploded and zag goes oh no. <laughs> nah he looks <laughs> no. like he's been electrocuted a thousand times 
And he refuses to sing because he's really sad that you're not around. And Eurydice's like, good! And then slowly <laughs> but surely comes around. Um, her boons are cool, too. She gives, like, um, her and uh, Patroclus, you get to choose one of three boons. Hers are, I think, I like hers better almost because she just like levels up the shit you already have but patroclus comes in handy if you've fucked up and died a couple of times Mm -hmm. patroclus came in clutch real real nice a couple times because he replenishes your death defiance which allows you to extend your run for longer um yeah yeah, we haven't even talked about the gameplay yet oh not yet we'll get there maybe Um, we'll see (laughs) we'll we'll fucking figure it out so other than uh in asphodel uh, uh our beautiful eurydice it, the the boss is the Loranian Bone Hydra, and this is the only boss I think that has only killed me like twice. For some reason, I always have really good runs with the Bone. Learning's Hydra. not that hard, yeah. Learning learning's a good time, um, especially if you have like a uh, chain hit. Yeah, the, the bounce between the heads. Oh, yeah, that's good shit. So easy, such good shit. Uh, so once you beat learning or die to learning enough times, Zagreus goes. Can I call you Lerny? Is that cool? And Lerny roars. And so Egg says, I'm going to take that as a yes. And so you kick, uh, every time you beat a boss, it'll say like, uh, Fury Vanquished or, or um, Champions Vanquished. And it always says, Hydra Vanquished. But when you have that dialogue, it changes to Lerny Vanquished. And then the next time you see him, his HP bar also changes to Lurdy the Bone Hydra. <laughs> it's really fucking good. It's, it's really good and cute. It's I love it. And like, oh god, it just makes it makes you feel so invested in in the the story and the world. Like even if you you've, I mean, we've probably both beaten Lurdy like over twenty times now. Same boss fight, but like, <laughs> I mean, it's just so fun to be like, oh hey man, how's it going? Oh, did you do something different? You got different bone prominations like uh, this time around. Uh, oh, you're sh- you're shooting magma instead of the the psychic waves. Interesting. Very nice. I'll catch oh, you, you on have the flip. Skeleton bro. friends now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> like, because I mean, it kind of buys into the conceit of the game, right? Which is you run the same course over and over again, and it's it's truthfully not even always the same course because sometimes, like once you once you catch wind of what the fuck is going on. Like, if you're going through, um, uh, what's the first one? Tartarus. If you're going through Tartarus and you get two doors, and one door has that little skeleton with the up arrow, and you're like, hmm, that's a mini boss. And then you have versus Charon's shop, you're like, okay, so I know who the mini bosses are. It's either those two uh, hopping motherfuckers, or it's the big crystal, and I don't want to fight either of them right now, so I'm going to go to Charon's shop. And you could, like, ostensibly skip the mini boss. And just go straight to the Fury. But then you also get, instead of just Meg, after the first, like, 10, I don't know, 15, 20 runs, you suddenly get introduced to Meg's sisters who have completely different fighting patterns. They're and like way a harder. <laughs> They're so hard! Which one Which one got you the most? Um, the one, um, Electo, um, is the one that I don't like the most because I can I can handle uh, Tisiphone. One, because all she does is say murder. Uh, um, and, like, you can sort of predict the patterns of, her, like, her whips and her, like, little, like, projectiles. And then also when she switches rooms, like, it's it's sort of a more confined space. And depending on your build, you can manage that. But Electo's just like, I'm going to perma-rage now and never stop attacking. And it's just like, excuse me, ma'am, could you not? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. Tisephany kicked my ass like 12 times <laughs> before, I, before I got the hang of her. And then Electo, I think I met Electo at a point in the game where um, my builds are always really defense heavy. So I was able to like time my hits right. And I think I beat her on the second try. Nice. With Tisephany, it was like eight. Nice. Very good. Um, yeah, like... Uh... Real quick, before before we actually start getting into the gameplay, I want to... How much do you know about Sisyphus and the boulder? Um, I know that you, Zagreus tries to make friends with the boulder, and I think that's fucking incredible. Okay, yeah, like, was no one... No one told me that you could give Nectar to the boulder. I gave Nectar to Sisyphus a couple of times, and he was all, always nice to me. But the boulder? <laughs> yeah, you can get... Boldy. His name is Boldy. Boldy. We respect Boldy in this house. Um... And, like, apparently you can get a boon from Boldy, which is wild because it's a rock. But, um, sure, I guess. Yeah. And if you give your your puppy, your father, enough uh, uh, nectars and, and bring your relationship with him, you can go fishing together. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. there's. A, I haven't gotten there. I've, I've, I've just seen it. Uh, a screenshot of it. I have no idea how to get there or what to do or how it works. But there is a fishing minigame. And, yes, apparently you can go fishing with your dad. Oh god, I've probably put between twenty five and thirty hours into Hades at this point. Like I'm, I, I'm like kind of don't want to play it anymore. But there's like so many interesting and good, like moments that I just want to see or like read about. And like, ah, uh, it's, uh it's so compelling. Like, uh, I know. If I had it on Switch, I would actually probably still be playing it. But I have it. I'm, um, I'm waiting for the Switch cross save. Because that's coming. Okay. If Because I have it on I have it on Switch now, but I just I'm just waiting to be able to load my own save file and then Yeah. If I could if I can get it on if, if once that comes, you have to let me know so then I can also have it on Switch because that's that's the perfect game to just like have on the couch and play. Um, Absolutely. Do we wanna do the Greek gods just in terms of like who's uh, favorite, least favorite in terms of like boons? Uh yeah, definitely. Um so the Greek gods that are in this game are Zeus, Poseidon, Athena, Artemis, Ares, and Dionysus. Um, you know, you, you probably, listen, if you are listening to this podcast, you probably know who these are. Um, and like, so. And Demeter, right? Uh, oh yeah, Demeter later on, once you, I didn't know if you had, had unlocked her yet, but, um, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I beat it all the way through once. I've oh. had like 66 escape attempts. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah, Demeter is, yeah, Demeter's a Persephone's mom. Um, so like. My my favorite is Athena because um, her specialty is deflection, right? So, like, there are tons of times in this game, like, monsters will shoot little, like, projectiles at you. So the main thing that I love to do is get her get her dash, um, deflect dash, which is really good. Uh, and then also her deflect cast because, like, I just, not that, I, don't think, I don't even think it's, like, necessarily the best cast. But I think that it's just so fun to just shoot a projectile and watch all this shit, like, bounce off of it. It's just so satisfying, especially in that one room where all the witches are there, and they're just, like, throwing shit at you. I just love to watch it all go... It's it's gorgeous. Um, and then, like, besides that... Oh, I forgot Hermes. Why didn't I put Hermes on there? Um, and, uh, um... Uh, what's the one? The Goddess of Love. Why am I blinking? Oh, Aphrodite. Wow, I missed a lot of them. This is, this is, uh, the fault of the, uh, Hades, uh, fan wiki, so... <laughs> Maybe I should go and expand it. Uh, I besides that, I think either Hermes or Dionysus is my favorite because I really love Dionysus. Oh no, it's probably Ares, um, because Ares has Doom and like you can you can get that stacked damage, which is really useful. But also, I just like being fast and and I I like Hermes' little quick abilities. Do you have what What are your favorites? <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I feel like Poseidon and 
uh, Dionysus have my favorite boons. And Hermes, obviously, because fast is always good. Um, but, like, I... Because, I mean, Poseidon and Athena actually have a really similar battle set. I also love his, his, his deflection dash because it also causes damage. And it's just fun. And one time... So, if you die enough in Hades, the game picks up on the fact that you're fucking up a little bit and just showers you with boons. One time I got, I just had a series of, like, horrible runs. And I picked up these boons. So, it was Poseidon, uh, you dash and knock people away, your special dashes, or special knocks people away, and your, when you knock people into corners and you dash into corners, it, like, stacks the damage so i would just dash monsters into corners and they will be destroyed and then on top of that if you get like a a boon that helps you get through uh shields faster oh it was so fun i didn't get all the way to hades i was pretty reckless that run (laughs) but i was like this is fucking uh, delicious um but yeah poseidon poseidon's probably my favorite uh and then i actually don't use demeter or um aries that often or chaos for that matter um chaos is I, chaos it depends if i'm just like trying to fulfill a prophecy or not um i might just go to them for like you know just just to see if, if they have a, a boon i haven't used yet but otherwise I, I mostly stick to to like poseidon dionysus hermes athena and artemis and zeus for chain lightning yeah you gotta get that chain lightning though that... chain lightning fucking Bucks. Zeus, Zeus is a douchebag, but he has does have good abilities. Oh, I was just gonna say, I really like the, there's those rooms where, um, so usually you get a boon by beating a room, but sometimes there's a room where there's two boons and you have to pick. I love that. I mean, like, this isn't the most faithful interpretation of Greek lore, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that I love that they kept is that the Greek gods are petty as Oh, fuck. <laughs> if you pick one and not the other, you get lectured and then they try to kill you. And if you survive, they're like, ah, but just play and forget about it here and have the boon. <laughs> like, it's so fucking annoying. And then when you get to fight Theseus, um, his second stage is uh, summoning a boon of the gods, which, by the way, fun fact, if you guys um, are trying to experiment out there, uh no if you be if you try to go for theseus first no the boon of the gods does not hurt asterius i tried to go for him first to see if maybe the gods would take down asterius nope doesn't happen he is not affected by that damage so don't do that you will die um but every time he summons a god zagreus is like whose fucking side are they on (laughs) maybe no one's their own their own their own side (laughs) like come on man you should probably have cut onto that by now <laughs> I love that every, every time all any of the, like the older men are like nephew, and then you get uh, uh, Dionysus is like sag man, <laughs> what's going on, baby? <laughs> like it's it's oh god, they're really good. Yeah, uh, it's it's just so nice. They have so much personality. It's uh, basically everything about this uh, game is so good, despite the fact that it's really only four levels. Like yes. uh, like I don't do you. Do you play roguelikes at all? Because, like, I've played a couple, like, um, Enter the Gungeon and um, FTL, and, like, I could just never stick with them because, like, a- after I died, like, and lost all my shit, I was like, well, that sucks. I guess I'll play an easier game. Yeah, it really depends. Um, I've tried Binding of Isaac back when Binding of Isaac was really popular. Um, it was just too hard. And, like, I, I understand... 
I like hard games. Like Breath of the Wild is not an easy game. Bloodborne is not I mean, an you've easy beaten Bloodborne, game. So like, yeah. I have not beaten Bloodborne. Oh, okay. I, I've gotten through a chunk of it. Uh, I, I fucking will once I get my PS4 back. I fucking will. But anyway, I enjoy a hard game. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy a good, difficult game. But like, if you die in Bloodborne, you have an opportunity to pick your 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 blood shit back up. If you, you know, die in Breath of the Wild, it drops you pretty close to, to where you, you died. There's, like, a, a joy in progression. I don't really find any enjoyment out of, like, a hard game that does nothing but, like, beat you down. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just, like, not, not a pro enough gamer, but, like, I don't know. It's just not fun to me. Yeah, no. Like, I, like I tried to play Bloodborne, and I just, like, got constantly frustrated, like extremely aggro just like nope 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 um like i just can't do those like souls like games or or even games that aren't like that hard that just like if you aren't making progress i just can't get into it but the way that the hades does it is that not only do you like keep some progress right you whenever you you know you, you can pick up these like purple gems basically and you can use those gems to make yourself stronger over time right you can build up your hit points and increase the amount of damage you do etc etc um yeah so that's definitely useful and it, and it does show you like okay hey if i can save up this amount then i can actually do this and i'll have you know unlock this amount of uh death defiances and that'll allow me to you know not not get wrecked and that that's very satisfying but even beyond that like that that alone is i think like a huge and important hook of the game but beyond that, there's just, like, so much other stuff besides, like, you know, you could talk to the characters and form relationships with them. But there's also, like, you know, the prophecies, right? If you could get little extra bonuses uh, when you go back and die and you can redeem them. And then you get these little gems that you can use to, like, make the House of Hades nice and add, like, little flourishes, right? You can you can buy, like, a musical stand so that way, you know, or if you can change the music that's playing in the house. Or you can buy, like, different drapes. Like, my main thing has been um, uh, upgrading the kitchen so the chef has like new knives and spiced meats and it's just like i love the chef the chef's so cute chef is so good he's just long and <laughs> ghost-like and you can bring him fish and he will give you rewards for bringing him fish i put a towel rack next to the blood pool because i'm classy there we go excellent <laughs> Uh, um yeah there's because there's the mirror right and then there's if you talk to characters and give them nectar they give you a trinket and you can level up that trinket so there's another measure of progress you can get um aspects for your weapons and then once you've beaten the game once there's a punishment contract where you can choose your own uh difficulty markers and then the rewards reset when you hit a certain threshold of difficulty with certain weapons so there is like a sense of constant progression and it's not like unnoticed by the other characters either um but neither are the house repairs because i love it when hades yells at you for <laughs> shit you do because <laughs> you can you can requisition anything you want from the contractor and i just like usually just go down the list like i'm not usually paying attention all that much especially not when i'm trying to fulfill a prophecy but uh i love when zag gets fancy chairs and either Hades yells at him or he's like, well, guess I'm requisitioning more furniture. I'm never going to sit on. Let's go. <laughs> like, it's it's good. Just like everyone has something to say about everyone else. And it's, it's I haven't, I think the last thing I did when I stopped playing um, last week before the election, I got really depressed. Uh, <laughs> I, I boned Thanatos. I think that was the last thing I did. Nice. And I think the next time I log in, uh, everyone's going to have something to say about it. 
which is something I got accidentally spoiled for me, which I'm very excited about. But, like, that's the shit that makes this game good is, like, there's a constant sense of progression and, like, you feel invested and involved in matters of the house. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is something I always strive in whatever, like, especially when I'm doing, like, role-playing games, like tabletop games, I want people to feel invested in the world, like, the place that they're going to be spending a lot of time in. Um, and like Hades just nails that feeling so much. It's, it's definitely just, it's just incredibly well done. And I hope Supergiant just, you know, gets extremely wealthy off of this game because they're a great studio and, and I'm basically every, like you said, they, they, they put out all these bangers. It's, it's incredible. For sure. Yeah. They, they, they put out, uh, like, I, Pyro was extremely experimental, and I find myself the least attached to it. Um, honestly, probably mostly because I just wanted to kiss Jody so bad. <laughs> she was big and strong and beautiful, and I loved her, and Super Giant didn't let me kiss her, and I am still sad about that. But, um, yeah, it's just banger. Like, Bastion was a banger. Transistor's a banger. Uh, uh, Pyro's a banger. Hades is, is like, honestly, Hades, scale-wise, is so fucking big compared to anything they've done before so i hope they make bank off this game and and are able to to keep kind of exploring um this style of of gameplay f- uh, for themselves because it's it's really been paying off for them and i really enjoy their growth and much like studio trigger they haven't done me dirty yet so i'm gonna keep giving them my money also they have a bunch of symphonic concerts up uh, of their music and if you ever have a chance to watch darren korb and ashley barrett who are the voices of uh orpheus and eurydice uh, perform some shit. Uh, it's delightful. It's it's always, always nice to see the different versions of their songs that they put out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think we're wrapping this conversation up, but I do want to know um, if you could be someone in uh, the House of Hades. What do you what What would you do if you lived in the House of Hades? Like an established character, or just like some random from Greek lore? I'm trying to I'm trying to snuff out the parameters of this question. Pick pick a job that isn't a named character, but also pick a named character that you think you would have some sort of relationship with. Okay, cool. Um, uh, I'll go. I'll go first. I think, I think that I would um probably be one of the accountants. I'd be like in the the right. the the thing and whenever Zagreus would come around i just be like oh my god it's the fucking boss's kid again can we just <laughs> i'm just trying to do spreadsheets bro um but i think that i would also like definitely hang out in the um the the kitchen and like have a good time with um uh i don't think meg meg is too cool to hang out with me but i think oh, that absolutely. i think that maybe like achilles i would like you know occasionally wave at achilles and i think that achilles would be like oh hey what's up uh and that would be it i think i would be the contractor's like right hand man and uh just you know just do all the organizational shit in in all the upgrades and i think i would begrudgingly love cerberus (laughs) and uh even though uh, he keeps tearing up your lounge even though he keeps tearing up my lounge keep job security man uh and then i think i would just after everyone went and fucked off to do their business i think it would be like me the chef and the um the little store manager guy um i think we'd all just be having drinks with dusa oh man i want to live in the world of Hades. (laughs) man i want to be in hell real bad yeah, I would. Yeah, I feel like Elysium is painted as like a cool place to be, but it looks real miserable. I don't know. I mean, Patrick has no, nothing nice to say about it. So, 
I feel like if I was just around a bunch of flexing dude bros who died fighting and wanted to keep fighting in the afterlife, I would get real exhausting. Yeah, that might be a lot to handle. So I think I think that's probably a pretty good discussion of Hades. Um, it's it's not on sale anymore, but you can still get it for like twenty five bucks on Steam or Epic Games or um, or um, Switch. Uh, I'm sure the Switch version is great, uh, but you know if you if you don't have a Switch, I recommend getting an Epic Game Store because they give their developers a little bit more money. Um, yeah. And also, um, they regularly put all of their other games on Hella Sale. You could get Transistor for like three bucks pretty regularly now, and it's very, very good. Yeah, it's it's extremely good. Um, so next week, uh, I think we were going to do the Burning God, but it comes out on the seventeenth. So, um, and that next episode will be coming out um, like the day before that. So, I feel like we should do our Scorpio season. Uh, podcast next week and then do oh, burning yeah. god after that um so next week or i guess this week it's is it sunday it is sunday oh my god it's sunday um yeah so this week me and layla both have birthdays um so we're just gonna um have like kind of a fun time and talk about whatever we want for you know <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour uh it's yeah. we don't know what we're gonna talk about but i think it'll be fun to kind of relax our our structure a little bit not that we have an incredibly rigid structure but i think it'll be a good time yeah it's gonna be a real fuck around and find out of an episode <laughs> yeah maybe maybe we'll do shots first or something Just oh fuck yeah <laughs> extremely wild one on on a sunday <laughs> sunday night i mean we had a fantastic time getting drunk and playing jackbox games so i'm That's sure we should bring that energy yeah i'm sure we can oh my god that was really fun um all right uh layla where can people find you on the internet I'm at L-E-Y-L-S-E-S on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Um, you can check out my comic, astrohorrorcomic.com, that will hopefully be back up this week now that we live in Joe Biden's America and I can unclench my ass for 10 seconds. Um, and I also wrote an essay today that's actually kind of relevant to this discussion. It is about uh, world building versus character building and why stories that do both um, often don't do, do a disservice to both elements um, in overdevelopment or underdevelopment. Uh, yeah, I haven't got around to that one, but I will be reading that as soon as we get off this call. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AaronSXL. Uh, you can find the other podcast I do at MBMBFAdMe. Um, another weird experimental week, me, Michael, and Josh talked about our um, the ways we fell away from Christianity. Um, so it's not actually very funny, but it is like kind of emotional and like kind of touching. So, um, you know, it's, if you're into, you know, learning about why people are not especially to queer people um, are not exactly thrilled with the church. No, turn tune into that one. And then I also talk about my um, favorite Catholic doctrine that drove me away from the church, which is very funny. Um, and uh, yeah, I also updated my, I have a website that I don't really plug very much, but it's aavoit.com. That's V O I G T. It's basically the same stuff as, as this, but it's, it's kind of nice that I have a, have a little website. Um, our theme song is Obsolete by Keshko from the album Filmmaker's Reference Kit Volume 2. You can find more of their music at uh, keshko.bandcamp.com. I uh, highly recommend you check them out. Um, and I think I wanted to close this out with a quote from the author Neon Yang uh, about Hades. Uh, and I think they sum it up in the best way. Uh, they say, uh, quote, anyway, play Hades if you want canon gay, and not just canon, but all the queer content absolutely loving and tender and will fill you with joy. Can't bury the gays if the gays already live in hell. Fuck yeah.